Welcome back to Philly Take with RB. You know what to do. Smash the like, hit the subscribe, and hit that notification bell. That way you're always notified when I upload or go live. Today we are back talking some Sixers as we kick off the week leading up to our first round playoff series. It's going to be a lot of fun. Very intriguing. I cannot wait to see what happens. The Sixers finish off the season with 49 wins sitting atop the Eastern Conference for the first time in 20 years that they were able to secure that number one i can't wait to see what happens man we are going to be covering everything this week leading up to the first round playoff series as well as the entire sixers playoff journey here on the channel so be sure to stay tuned in but i think a good way to you know kind of kick off and get things going this week is to talk about a very hot topic and that is the sixers playoff rotation i've been getting a lot of questions about this and people want to know my thoughts i want to know your thoughts as well so be sure to leave them down below but man what is Doc Rivers going to do, right? We know, a lot, you know, one of the marks, one of the knocks on Doc Rivers has been his lack of adjustments um, and some of his weird rotations in the playoffs. He's even had, you know, some weird rotations this year, and it's been hard to see at times. It really has. But I think when you get to the playoffs, it's a different atmosphere. It's a different type of, of mentality, and we're not going to see all bench lineups, right? We're not going to see some of these guys near the end of the rotation. So, you know, a lot of what Doc Rivers is able to do in a addition to these guys showing up and playing well is really going to give this team an edge and hopefully propel us to where we need to go now we are going to talk about what i think the playoff rotation should be right now versus what i think will happen there might be some things you know that overlap there might be some differences let's go ahead and talk about it so obviously you know we know the starting lineup right ben simmons seth curry danny green tobias harris and joel Embiid. That is not changing. We know it's been the same all season. These guys have built that chemistry together. This starting five is going to stay the same. However, when you get to the bench, right, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, your stars play a lot more minutes in the playoffs, which is true. Joel Embiid's going to play a ton of minutes. Ben's going to play a ton of minutes. Tobias, ton of minutes. We, we know that, right? But we saw a couple years ago, for example, when we brought Greg Monroe into a playoff game and we really didn't have a quality backup center. I think he was minus 11 in two minutes, and that ended up hurting us in that Toronto series. So, you know, we are going to need some production out of this bench. You know, we, the last couple of games, we saw some signs of light, right? But they're going to have to keep it up against this tough competition. I personally think Doc should roll with a nine-man rotation. I think that's a good number. Now, you know, in the first round, you're going to get some of these teams, and, and you know, we should blow them out, right? It should be 4-0. It should be 4-1. So I think some of these guys near the end of the rotation might get a shot. You might see 10, 11, 12 deep, and that's normal, right? But as we progress through, it's going to cut down and cut down. Um, so my core of what I would do off the bench, if, if I was the coach, I'm not saying this is what is going to happen. Obviously, I think we can all admit that George Hill and Dwight Howard, you know, are vet pieces. They know what they're doing. They know their roles, and they've been really good for this team. They're obviously going to get a lot of minutes off the bench, so we can kind of even put them to the side as well. But after them, right, eight, nine, maybe eight, nine, ten, that's where it really gets tricky. That's where it gets tricky. 
in my personal opinion, I guess you could call the eighth man. I'm not going to really look at order, but Matisse Thibel has to play in these playoffs. There's a few reasons why. Number one, the kid has some of the best defense I've ever seen from a young defender. I've been saying it all year. He's starting to put his name on the map. He's special. I know there are concerns about the shot. He's been he's been shooting the long ball more, and he's actually been starting to knock it down a little bit. But there's obviously still concerns, right? I I, I mean, I'm hoping he's going to be able to hit a couple shots in the playoffs and at least take them. But his defense is going to make a huge impact on this team. Earlier this season, well, actually before this season, I had a hot take saying the Sixers would have a top three defense in this league this year, and that's what they did. I think they finished first in defensive rating. They've been, really been predicated on our defense when we've been locked in. Uh, people are, are losing that sense the last couple weeks because we've been unfocused playing teams, and it's been hard to sit through, you know what I mean? And, and we're playing backups, and it's just... We're lagging through, you know what I mean? But when it matters, right, this team has been predicated on defense. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons on the perimeter, Danny Green on the perimeter, Tobias has stepped it up on defense, and even off the bench, Matisse Thybul, right? And some of these other guys have stepped it up, and Matisse Thybul's defense is invaluable. It's going to be clutch in a first-round playoff series, in a second, in a third, whatever. He's going to come in and, uh, and make a difference, you know what I mean? So I think Matisse Thybul has to play. The other guy I'm going off the bench with, and you, this might surprise you guys a little bit, but I have to go with what is smart right now. And don't get me wrong, nothing is set in stone. It's this; These are the kind of adjustments that Doc is going to have to make that he's been criticized about you know, for not making before. He's going to really have to get a feel. That's what a playoff series is about. You play the same team. It's not like you go and play a different team. So they start to get an idea of your identity and you have to adjust. So you got to really get a feel for the series, right? But I'm rocking with Tyrese Maxey. I think right now, I know he hasn't been playing the best competition, but he looks confident. He looks energetic. He looks like he knows his role. He knows what he's doing and he can create off the dribble. That's something we lack. And you know, he's getting to his spots on the floor. He's getting to the basket. Like he just looks really good right now. He looks in stride. And right now he looks 10 times better than Shake Milton. And I know he's young. I know Doc likes to, you know, shy away from the young guys when it counts. Um, but I, I just think you got to ride the hot hand and you know maybe you bring Tyrese in a playoff series the moment's too big he learns for the future I understand um, but if he continues to roll the way he has I have to go with Tyrese Maxey to get a good amount of minutes in these playoffs as a guard off the bench I really do think Tyrese Maxey has earned it and that's just how I'm feeling now if you want to go 10 deep I say you bring in Furk on Korkmaz. I know I'm not a big fan of the guy, but he does provide shooting when he is on, and he does provide floor spacing, which is something that not a lot of other guys on this bench are really a threat for. You know what I mean? Furk on Korkmaz. The thing is, again, it, it all goes back to the central theme of feel. If you bring Furk on in and he starts a game over three, I've seen way too many times. He, you know, Brett Brown used to leave him in way too long in a playoff series or, or just a big game or whatever. Even Doc has done it. Like, if he goes over three, you got to get him out. Now, some nights, Furkan will go six for seven, and, and those are the nights that we're going to need that extra spark off the bench, but if he is not, you can't leave him in. I do think he does deserve a shot, at least to you know come in and knock down some shots, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's right. I'm leaving Shake Milton off my playoff rotation right now. 
Call me a hater if you want. I'm just being honest. Shake Milton, man, he started so strong this season. I picked him to be a sixth man of the year. And, you know, as the season went on, he's just way too inconsistent. He looks great one night. A couple nights go by. He doesn't even look like he's on the court. Not confident, taking, you know, bad shots. It's just bad selection. I don't know what's going on with Shake Milton. But until he earns, to me, until he earns it back, I'm not really putting him in. Maybe give him a shot in the first round, right? But I don't know. I don't know. I, I would not. I, I really wouldn't make Shake a solidified bench piece in this playoffs um, unless he just comes in and starts lighting it up. You know what I mean? Maybe give him a chance, but that's about it for me. That's just how I'm feeling right now. But, you know, we're not. I'm praying that we don't see a Mike Scott. I'm praying that we don't see an Anthony Tolliver. I don't think these guys are going to find their way in, right? Isaiah Joe, probably not. Paul Reed, no. So we're really going to have to stick with this core here. And that's kind of what I'm thinking right now. I'm thinking a nine-man rotation, maybe ten. Um, and these guys are going to be fighting, but I would just go with the hot hands right now. Now, again, that was what I believe is what I believe should happen. That's what I, I would personally do right now, but I'm not the coach Doc Rivers is, and this is what I think he's going to do. I think obviously the starting unit will be the same. George Hill and Dwight Howard will be the first two off the bench as they should. And by the way, I didn't mention, but I do think George Hill might even be able to come in late game situations and replace Seth Curry because we're going to need that veteran uh, ball handler on the floor. And that's what George Hill is. And he's been really good for this team. I think Doc Rivers is going to rock with Shake Milton. I just have a really good feeling, even though he's looked very inconsistent, I think Shake Milton is going to be Doc's guy off the bench. I think he's going to come in with, with uh, George Hill. I don't think Maxie is going to see a lot of the playoffs. Even though Doc said he would experiment with it, maybe you bring both in. I just don't see it happening just because he's a rookie and he lacks the experience. And that's just how Doc's philosophy has been. Um, it sucks. It's unfortunate. I would ride the hot hand, but I think he's going to rock with Shake Milton uh, off the bench and we'll see what he's able to do in addition to that i do think doc is going to rock with Furkan Korkmaz because for some reason he loves Furkan and he loves him a lot and like i said Furkan does bring that element of spacing the floor and knock now shots when he is on but again doc's going to have to get a feel with Furkan and shake you know how they are performing in these series and make the necessary adjustments you can't be afraid in the playoffs to make a bold move you can't be afraid to sit a shake milton and bring a rook in off the bench it's just how it is and we'll see if he's able to adjust um i do think matisse thibel will get some run i do think it'll be more though in you know specific situations right if we need to stop a lethal scoring threat if we need a stopper if, if the other team's on a big run that's when i think matisse is going to come in and i'm hoping that he earns himself more minutes by being able to knock down shots you know it, it all comes down to this man it all comes down to how we make the adjustments how these guys perform not only, you know, we know the starters are going to have to get a lot of run, right? And, and praying that we don't see any more bench lineups, like I said. I think Tobias is going to run a lot with the second unit. I think, you know, I've been a big advocate of that for a while. I don't think Ben can be on the floor with Dwight. So uh, I think we're going to have to make those kind of adjustments. And, you know, Joel's going to be, he's a tank. He's going to be playing t a ton of minutes. So is Tobias and Ben. Um, and, and we're really going to have to mix and match these guys. And we need to make sure we have a ball handler and a sharpshooter on the floor at all times. I feel like we've lacked that in previous playoff series, and it has come back to bite us, you know where. Uh, but overall, man, um, Sixers have, they, they've been playing together. They're building this chemistry, and, uh, you know, how we manage this team down the stretch, how we make these substitutions in the timely manner that we need to uh, is going to determine a lot. But that is just my thoughts. I, look, 
the bench is going to have to show up they're a big part of this run as well um in addition to the starters so you guys let me know your thoughts down below what do you think the bench lineup should be what do you think the play the whole playoff rotation should be how many deep eight nine ten what do you think doc rivers will do let me know all your thoughts down below in the comments section be sure to tune in all week for some great content leading up to the playoff series and throughout the entire playoffs as well appreciate you guys for tuning in be sure to like comment and subscribe and i'll catch you on the next one man Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.